The Digested Read by John Crace on guardian.co.uk The Prime of Miss Jean Brodie by Muriel Spark The girls formed the Brodie set. That was what they had been called by the headmistress when they arrived at the Marcia Blaine School for Girls at the age of 12. At that time, they had been instantly recognisable as Miss Brodie's pupils, being well informed on Mussolini and Renaissance art, but unaware of the rudiments of the curriculum. Now, age 16, the girls were all hastily sketched out by a single identifying feature. Monica was famous for mathematics. Rose was famous for sex. Eunice was famous for gymnastics. Sandy was famous for her piggy eyes and Mary for being a silent lump. In truth, none of them was particularly interesting and it was only their arbitrary relationship with Miss Brodie that kept anyone awake for very long. Miss Lockhart has suggested I apply for another post, Miss Brodie said, goose-stepping her way into the classroom. But the headmistress shall not get rid of me, for I am in my prime. You are my mini-me's. The Brodie set smiled. Rose, who was famous for sex, though it was never made clear exactly what she had done to earn this notoriety, thought back to when Miss Brodie had told them she had once had a lover who had been felled in Flanders. Can you have sex if you are in your prime? asked Rose, who was to become famous for sex six years later. Miss Brodie seems to have been in her prime for a long time, replied Sandy, who was famous even then for her piggy eyes. That is one of the book's comic conceits, said Monica, who was famous for maths, so we should all say the word prime as often as possible. There are so many comic conceits going on here, said Eunice, who was famous for gymnastics and hadn't even noticed all the arch time shifts, that it's becoming a bit laboured. I'd better do a somersault before I get married to a doctor in ten years' time. I'd better say prime too, I suppose, said Mary, who was famous for being a silent lump, as I'm about to get burned to death in a hotel hellfire of Calvinist indecision in 14 years' time. Indeed, agreed Sandy, who was famous for her piggy eyes and would become Sister Helena of the Transfiguration. I find it so hard to think that one of you must have betrayed me, said Miss Brodie on a rare visit to the nunnery in 1946 while she was dying of cancer. It was me that betrayed this tiresome woman seven years ago, Sister Helena thought to herself and now everyone but her knows, we should return to Miss Brodie in her prime. 1932 was the year sexuality first came to the girls. I saw Miss Brodie kissing Teddy Lloyd, the one-armed art teacher in the staff room, said Rose, who was to become famous for sex. Impossible, Sandy, who was famous for her piggy eyes, replied. Mr Lloyd is married and Miss Brodie is a moral woman in her prime. If only the trains ran on time, Miss Brodie sighed tartly. Come now, girls, try to remember, I'm in my prime. 
Yet the question of whether she had engaged in sexual intercourse with Mr. Lloyd occupied the girls' minds for many years, even after Miss Brodie appeared to have become closely acquainted with Mr. Lowther. Miss Brodie is a woman in her prime, said Miss Lockhart, and you girls must determine whether her morality has been compromised with Mr. Lowther. If so, she must be dismissed. I was a woman in my prime, Miss Brodie would later declare to Sister Helena, but my relationship with Mr. Lowther was always chaste. Mr. Lloyd has asked Rose to be his model, said Sandy, who was famous for her piggy eyes, in 1938. And yet every painting resembles you in your prime. You can tell by the jackboots. That's as it should be, Miss Brodie smiled. Mr. Lloyd is a good Catholic man with 17 children, and it's proper he should have underage sex with Rose, who is famous for sex. Having sex with Rose is the same as having sex with me. After all, you are all shaped in my image. My only regret is that I spoke so fondly of Mr. Mussolini. On reflection, he seems rather lax compared to that nice Mr. Hitler. More tea? To be sure, Miss Brodie is in her prime, said Mr. Lloyd. But Rose is only my model. In that case, replied Sandy, who was famous for her piggy eyes, I shall have an affair with you instead. After a short while, Sandy, who was famous for her piggy eyes, grew tired of Mr. Lloyd, but not of his religion, and became a nun, though not before she had first betrayed Miss Brodie for no particularly good reason. So Miss Brodie is a fascist in her prime, cried Miss Lockhart, who would have imagined it from her Nazi insignia and constant whistling of the Horst Vessel song? She must be dismissed. Before she died, Miss Brodie did wonder whether it was you who'd betrayed her, said Eunice, who was famous for her gymnastics, sometime later in the 1950s. Was it the shame of that betrayal that made you become a nun? No, Sister Helena, who was still famous for her piggy eyes, replied. You can only betray those to whom you owe a debt of loyalty. It was the guilt of betraying the readers with such a rubbish ending that drove me to holy orders. <laughs>